you know, what is the truest thing about me? And, and if it, it is that there's something redeemable, there's something to be recovered, there's something to be ransomed. Mm. Um, and, and, and I think when you start to believe that, the fruit of that is real humility. Because you didn't do anything to earn that. You just were that. And when you start to feel that valuable and that important to the creator of the universe who created you, there's really one true response. It's not, and it's not denial. It's, it's not, no, 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 not me. It's, it's my heart, my, what I say, it's what I always wanted to be. I love that part of the conversation. Hey, welcome back to The Kindling Fire. I am going into the second part of a conversation I had with Michael Thompson. He is the director of Zoe Ministries. It's a men and women's ministry. Uh, He's also the author of the book, Heart of a Warrior. And uh, we talk about the good heart. It's a great conversation. Thank you for coming back. Going back to the, the, the tension between um, your truest nature and then when you don't live out of your truest nature. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times when you don't live out of your truest nature, you sin, you do something yeah. foolish. Sometimes the world and certainly Satan will rally around that saying, your truest self is this, yeah. this thing you've done that's awful. <laughs> right? And right. they'll just rally around that right. point. Whereas God's saying, no, no. Yeah. Your truest self is here. That is not you. That's behaving. not you. That's like, your false self. That's that's, not, that's sin at work in you, as Paul yeah. Paul tries to clarify in Romans seven. It's at work in him, but it's not him. Yeah. And that that's helpful. That's really helpful to to understand that. You know, it's powerful. It will it will take hold of you. Um, it's it's not as powerful as 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 our cross, as our Savior, as our King. Yeah. As our resurrected Messiah. I mean, but it's still. It's still a powerful force, you know, that, that needs to be seen and, and needs to be, um, yeah, needs to, needs to be even reckoned with or battled with um, in terms of what, what, why, what would the kingdom of darkness have to gain in, you know, having you believe and, and spend your uh, currency, yeah. spend the currency of belief in, in, on, on lies. Could you become your worst enemy? And then, I mean, what do they need to and do? None of us live in a vacuum. So, yeah. I mean, if he gets a man, he typically gets a husband. He gets a he gets a, a father, father, and there's casualties. Whatever he's that, leading, and he's just hijacking what God made when God decided let's make woman, let's make marriage, let's make families, yeah, and let's give him, yeah, this place where he where he can um, he can love well and and rule in in the kindest. In strongest of ways, hmm. we must be have we must we must need a, the the good equipment to do that. Otherwise, I don't know what the point is. You know, <laughs> Sunday after Sunday, you're wicked. You're a mess. You're the problem. It just it's a futile idea that you can't get better. 
Yeah, it won't get better. And, and I think there's a there's a little bit of false humility, if there's such thing as a little bit of false humility, where, you know, we we especially in in Christian circles, we want to talk about it and give Jesus because we want to be careful to give Jesus all the credit. And and I get that yeah. that he does get all the credit. He's the one who did yeah. the the work and 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 made it so that we could have this life. Mm. But then he seems to want to give it to us, the authority, the power to live this life. Like, like we're going to have to exercise our option. You know, we're going to have to play, play this out. No, he's not going to do it for you. He's given you the power and the ability to do it. Yeah. So you do it. You cast out the demons. You take steps of faith. You move and walk with God as, his, as he's your provider. Yeah. But the provision seems to be on the journey, not you just lay down right there and I'll bring it to you. I don't that's not how my life works. Every now and then, every now and then I get a, you know, kind of a holy drone that just drops some beautiful uh, door open or blessing uh, in my life. But I think more he invites me to be on journey with him and, and to walk with him. And, and he wants to reveal to me this good heart that um that that I that is unique to me. Yeah. That is um, has unique um, abilities and skills that he's the enemy wants to use, hmm. and and he and he wants to deploy the, the kingdom of Christ wants to deploy into this story while the enemy wants to use it. You know, so it it it, it all gets larger pretty quick. Yeah, uh, it does. So and, I, I want to go so. I want to go to the point where you're like, okay, I'm hearing new ideas, which yeah. some people are on this podcast. They're hearing this for the first time. Yeah. To where you were like, okay, well, I want to put this to the test. Yeah. That season. Yeah. And so, what did that season look like? Yeah. So after that, after after that um, encounter in Colorado and and hearing the the message, the ingredients, the concepts, these truths. Um, yeah, I went. I went back to to study. I went yeah. back to exploration. I went back to that concordance. I looked. I looked all those passages up, all, several hundred of them. Yeah. And I began to see um, that there there was there was these there were these classifications of the heart is wicked, and they were there was a handful. I'm not kidding, four or five. Then there was these classifications of the heart with a volatility with a with a, the ability to choose. I mean, Proverbs is a book, a collection of writings where Solomon says to his sons in Proverbs 1, to hide these in your heart. So I, I discovered that, you know, there's a Greek word to this, hmm. lieb. And there's a, he, there's, a, there's a Hebrew word to this, lieb. And there's a Greek word to this, you know, in our scriptures, the heart. And so, um, you know, even in the Old Testament for the Hebrew, this was a concept of um, that wisdom, you know, could, could indwell in your innermost being. Hmm. So the word is, is that. It's this place. This, it's, um, it's hard to divide soul and heart, but these inner, inner sanctuaries and these inner places. The that, truest part. Yeah, the truest are. part of you and where belief is actually... Um, yeah, where belief is um, comes from, yeah. you know, that you're endowed with 
the opportunity to believe, to worship, you know, to set your intention Hmm. on something and to give your heart to it. You know, I mean, Hallmark cards didn't come up with this. This is, this is, uh, this is old. And, um, you know, we, I think we've underestimated it. We've, we've, uh, not, not seen this, the weightiness of, um, of, of the heart, the value of the heart, these two kingdoms at war over the alliance and the allegiance, the affection of your heart. And both, because they know if they get your, your heart, they get you. And one wants to use you and the other wants to partner with you, entrust you, mm-hmm. equip you, deploy you into this large story. Um, so I, that's, I, as the more I began to investigate and explore this, yeah. Old Testament, New Testament, and and where um, you know where this word heart showed up in the scriptures, the more and more that my 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 reaction that first time is if this is true, this changes things. Yeah, yeah. The more the more and more that became true, mm-hmm. and the more and more it began to change things, mm-hmm. um, and. Uh, you know, I, I started to write about it. I, I started to talk about it in, you know, small groups and areas of, of influence that were given to me for uh, ministry purposes. And, um, yeah, there was a, there was one moment I remember flipping through, uh, a library table in, uh, in the seminary. And I had this, this book out, um, Unger's Bible Dictionary. Yep. And, um, know you know, kind of a, yeah, kind of a staple in the, in the research yeah. uh, for seminarians and pastors and those who are, uh, who are exploring and studying. And so, um, yeah, it, it, there it was, there was heart, obviously strongs and vines and, and these, these tools of study, but in Unger, in the Unger Bible's dictionary, it, it had the term heart and it, and it described it as this inner sanctuary where intellect, where dwells, where dwells, where's kept, intellect, reason, belief, Hmm. emotions, Hmm. attitudes. And I thought, wow, that's, that's, that's expansive. Yeah. If you hold these beliefs in your heart, uh, the gospel says that about Mary uh, after the birth she of Jesus. It, she she, yeah, these all these beliefs. all these things that that happened, she held in her heart. Um, mm-hmm. And so, again, if we if we give credit and credibility to these scriptures, and and you really begin to do your own research and yeah. do your own exploration of of how this passage. Um, the New American, the NIV, King James, New King James. I mean, these translations that try to go pretty close to our Greek yeah. and our, our Hebrew uh, origins. I mean, they they absolutely um, three hundred plus times talk about the mm-hmm. the heart, and they talk about it in ways that love the Lord your God with all your wicked heart. <laughs> you know, it's not there. I mean, so. So from this heart we love, from this heart we're alive, and there is an illustration. The spiritual realm and the physical realm interact constantly. Hmm. And, and, you know, for you and I to, to be alive and breathing, our heart has, our physical heart has to be operational. Right. 
Well, and it makes sense. I mean, again, the, the illustration for the truth is you, you, you need to be born again. You need, a, you need to be resurrected. You need to have a new heart mm-hmm. and, and live from that spiritually and learn how to live from that spiritually. So mm-hmm. that's the kind of things I was uncovering in the months after that and going, oh, my gosh. Mm. And it began to really alter the way I was seeing Christ, the kingdom, myself, and and how and, and the kingdom of darkness and how it all worked. And there, and that's where, you know, over another you know period of time, a year or so, that's when Lord of the Rings was pretty big deal, yeah. you know, coming out and the map of yeah. of, of Middle Earth. Yeah. And that's yeah. and so we that's when we decided to you know, it'd be cool wouldn't it be cool if we had a map? Yeah, for that all described of described yeah. the two realms spiritual and physical realm, the two kingdoms, kingdom of darkness, kingdom of light, mm-hmm. um, and, and, our, and our hearts in the midst, in the crossfire, you know, in the middle of all of that. So that's where we took yeah. a swing at surveying and, uh, yeah. you know, being those guys out there looking through the, the tripod at the <laughs> landscape and surveying this in a way that, you know, would, would try to be helpful um, to those who would want to look at a map about yeah. about the larger story and the larger gospel and how it works. So, um, and well, I'm going to have a link in these notes so we, somebody okay. could pick that up because uh, it is an awesome map and it really helps kind of flesh out things that are very big. Yeah, they're very small at the heart level, but then the kingdoms of light, the kingdom of darkness, and their and their war. Yeah. Not well. Yep. The war the and the kingdom yep. of, uh, of darkness, but then the the fighting for yeah. our our hearts' allegiance. Yeah, um, is huge. Now, uh, the other thing I'll say is that when I started hanging around you guys, um, you know, I, I'd heard, you know, I, I knew that scripture very well in Jeremiah. You know, the heart is deceitfully wicked. Who yeah. can understand it? Yeah. Um, and uh, and so when you guys started talking about, I was like, oh, okay, you know, yeah. here it is, another community that has sort of this thing. Yeah, and I'm gonna. I mean, it may be true, but I'm just not gonna take it because they're saying it. And so I went and spent three months, I think. Every and this is for old school guys, Strong's Concordance. Mm-hmm. We were not searching, you know, yeah. our, our online Bible with Strong Concordance, going to the root word and looking at every single scripture that had anything to do with heart in the whole Bible. And, and I found, uh, yeah, you have an un- unregenerate heart. You have hearts that need to be comforted and healed. And then you have this huge swath of scriptures yeah. about the good heart. And all these multifaceted, beautiful aspects of the good heart. Yeah. And, uh, and I was able, out of all of that, to kind of come away with, I, I do have a good heart. And then I was able to start to bring scripture and confessions to, hey... This is, you know, just like Neil Anderson did. Mm-hmm. I'd say, you know, you know, I would just start confessing things that are true. Yeah. You know, about and it just became more and more true. And it was scripture, so I was like, heck. Yeah. I'm on good ground. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, very I think I think that's that's a that's a phenomenal story and a, and a, and a good illustration of what every heart needs to do. Yeah. You know, is um Kick the tires and look yeah. under the hood and yeah. 
you know, drive this thing around a little bit uh, and give it a, you know, what, what does it mean? What, what could it mean? Um, you know, that Jeremiah passage in Jeremiah 17, I mean, it's, it's, it's important. And, um, and it, and it, and it might have, I, I believe it actually has a little bit of dual meaning. It, it's a declaration, but what if it was an invitation? Who could understand it? You know, the heart is deceitful, wicked. Who, who could know it? God could know it. Yeah. Do you, who, who, who could know it? What, what would it look like to know it? What would it be an invitation, look like to have an invitation to, let me show you your heart. Hmm. Let me show you who you are. Let me show you the stuff that, that's in there that isn't good. Yeah. That we can trade up. We can, you know, we can uh, take to the curb. We can renounce. We can repent. We can confess. I'll show you how to do that. Yeah. Because that's not you. I want to show you who you are, and I want you to live from this good and noble heart. I'm going to walk with you. I'm going to. I'm going to mm-hmm. live in you. We're going to do this together. That's what I was starting to mention earlier. We've got a. It's not a. It's it's not a bad idea, but it's definitely not a good idea that um, you know we we subscribe. Somebody who has who has the evil heart, bad heart um, theology. Another way that I can hear it or smell it is is when they say, "Well, well, apart from Christ, well, you know, I'm nothing." Well, are you apart from Christ? <laughs> I mean, you're, I know what you're saying, and and it's. It's, you're right. It's true. Apart from Christ, we're nothing. But are you apart from Christ? Are you a, are you away from Him, or is He in you and you in Him? Well, and then that, then you that, don't have, have to say that anymore. That apart from Christ, I'm nothing. No, you're not apart from Christ anymore. <laughs> Therefore, yeah, you're in Him and He's in you. You're something. Yeah. Now I know that that may. In the in the somebody may turn off their their <laughs> podcast right there. No, he rescued you, redeemed you, raised you from the dead because you are something to him. Yeah, you are the object. He doesn't want to share you with anything or anyone, or and he doesn't want you living less. He doesn't want you to be apart from him. You're something. And when we can start to feel that, do you know that? Do you know the story of Don Quixote? Oh yeah, and uh, I love that story because that is as uh, what, what was his? What was the the lady he was so infatuated with? I want to say it's Dulcinea. That might be wrong, but I do know it's Don Quixote. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and he looks at her like Christ looks at us. Now, was she in practice, you know, somebody that was unfaithful and and worthy of that? No. But he loved her so. He saw her, oh, and I would say, in her truest self. Mm -hmm. You know, and God is so much that way with us. Our true, you know, he he looks at us as, as who he intended us to be when he created us. The world is marred us. We've made bad choices. Satan's had his, has his reign. But... God had something in mind, and it wasn't that we would be wicked hearts that would forever fail Him. 
Right. It was that we'd be glorious, yeah. and that would fulfill His purpose. Yeah. And 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 do it in partnership and in love with Him. Yeah, that's a good that's a good story. That's a good message. And and um, you know, you said it earlier. Is you know, what is the truest thing about me? And and if it, it is that there's something redeemable. There's something to be recovered. There's something to be ransomed. Mm. Um, and, and, and I think when you start to believe that, the fruit of that is real humility. Because you didn't do anything to earn that. You just were that. And when you start to feel that valuable and that important to the creator of the universe who created you, there's really one true response it's not, and it's not denial. It's, it's not, no, 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 not me. It's what, it's my heart, my, what I say, it's what I always wanted to be. Yeah. It's what I was made for. And it's what I would, it's what he wants to do to me, in me, for me. And instead of that kind of that false humility that says, well, apart from him, I'm nothing. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean that. My heart just resonates so much. Just you saying that, it is what I always wanted what to be. be. Always, it's what you were made for. And everybody feels that same way, right? And then the devil comes and says, "Well, you know, that's just you know, you know," and tries to mess it up. Yeah. But it, if we allow ourselves to be honest, yeah, he's that good. Mm-hmm. We're here to say he's that. He's good. that good. Yeah. So the last thing I, I think I want to end with this podcast with is, I've met a lot of men. I think women do it, but men do it for a, a lot, where they live out of their head. Hmm. You know, it's just yeah. like, what do I need a heart for, right? Hmm. You know, it's it's. Yeah. I don't even know that it exists, but boy, they love living out of their head. Yeah, they're intellectual, they, academic. They, you know, they're academic. Mm-hmm. They know the scriptures. They can right. argue upside one right, side right. down the other. Uh, yeah, but their you know relationships suck or whatever. You know, there's there's these yeah. things they can't quite intellectually get to. Because you don't get there intellectually. Yeah. You just don't. You can't. Yeah. But there's things that the, the heart opens up that's just like, and you've been around it a long time. You've been ministering to men and, mm-hmm. and women for many years. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. What, what kind of, how would you help somebody that's in that head space? Yeah. Yeah, gosh, that's a that's a series of podcasts. Probably. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, what what we found, what we found, um, you know, Troy, with what we were just talking about, where, um, you know, it's a really brutal, it's a really brutal life and a brutal scene, even even in Christianity and faith, if you're not experiencing. God's love. Hmm. You know, I mean, I, I love brochures. I love images and pictures. But like C.S. Lewis says, they're just a faint, you know, uh, expression of, of a real place. Right. Of something that's true and real. And, and they afford you the ability. So, you know, a picture of the Grand Canyon is very different than standing on its edge and, and looking out. Yeah. The, the picture can move you, but, oh, my gosh, come on. 
yeah, try to compare. Yeah. You know, and so I, I think the academic, the intellectual, um, I think it's in Mere Christianity. C.S. Lewis writes about, you know, the experience of a kiss, you know, where, yeah. you know, there's a scientific and an academic, two mandibles pressing together, you know, exchanging, you know, saliva. Well, that's the lab coat, you know, version of a kiss, but that's not a kiss. Um, and so I think the academic and the intellectual, I, I really believe it was what, it was the beauty of that, the significance of that, that set me up at 38 years old to be, if this is true, it changes everything. So, you know, I, I went to the intellect, to the academic, and, and, and to the exploration of that. But what I was experiencing, what I was feeling and experiencing in that moment was, this is a big deal. You know, Spirit of God revealed that to me. And then, you know, my curiosity fueled a lot of that. But it was like Jesus was just wooing me on to more and more and more. And, and I look at it now and think, yeah, he tricked me. <laughs> you know, he, he wanted to entrust to me some of this message because he knew. He knew I would talk about it. He knew I would share what I had found. He knew that I would um, want others to see what I saw and loved. And we do it with restaurants and movies <laughs> and the pictures and of our kids else, and yeah. everything else that's good yeah. that we've experienced. We will tell others about, you got to eat here. You've got to go see this. Yeah. And that's how our evangelism really should work. I got to tell you what Jesus did today. Mm-hmm. I got to tell you how he loved me today. I got to tell you and sh- I got to show, let me show you. And, and to have a, a shell or, I mean, he's given me a driftwood, a sword, um, all kinds of images. I mean, yeah. to, to talk about him like that, not like a scientist. Right. Yes, a theologian and, and a scientist are, are wonderful. We need, we need that, but we want to be the travel agents who travel. You know, we want to be the engineers who also fly. Yeah. We want to be the you know the one who can not only be be helpful and even responsible for mixing it up and baking it up, but we also want to taste it and see that he's good. And let others taste it and know that he's good. So it's it's that I think when we when we have both of those things, yeah. um, when the intellect, you know, goes goes into the experiential, and the experiential lends itself to the intellect, and it becomes very powerful. Yeah, we were made for that. Amen. We were made to experience God. Amen. To know Him, not only intellectually, but to experience Him at the deepest, deepest, most personal parts of who we are. Yeah. And then to allow that to extend that to, to other people as being a personal, I have experienced this, this is yeah. true in, in not only scriptural, but yeah. but true in my own life. You, you talk about personal and... Uh, Intimate. Personal, intimate, have intimate moments. Yeah, yeah. Intimate. We're made for very, intimacy. Yeah, yeah. It's even beyond, yeah. It's even more than that. It's just, it's, yeah. And it's available. I mean, that's our testimony. Yeah. Yeah. But, I, but I think this is one, uh, and I love that we're talking about it and that you wanted to talk about it. I, I found 
that this is one ingredient that can be in the way or this is one ingredient, the good heart, that can help you on your way to that kind of intimacy and connectedness with God that you were made for. Um, and that's available. It's available. We know it because it, we've experienced it. Yeah. Thank you for coming on. Oh, man. Love it. Love, love talking about this, exploring it. Love the journey that we've been on together as friends. And, you know, there's nothing better than finding some of this stuff together yeah. with yeah. with friends. And, it, uh, yeah, to have, um, have the opportunity to talk about it. You know, there's just, just scratching the surface. You oh, know, yeah, we the are. Iceberg because yeah, there's, we are. there's a lot of illustrations and stories that need to be told. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, this is a good beginning. I love um, I love what it did, what Jesus did to me through this, um, this, uh, yeah, theological reality. Yeah. And um, and I've seen it happen to other friends. Yeah. Who, very similar to me, it changed, it changed everything. Yeah. And, uh, for the better, I think. Yeah. For the better. Yeah. So, if anybody wants more of this, mm-hmm. um, please go either buy your book, Search and Rescue, which has this map, and I'll give a link to this map. It's an awesome map, and I'll send a, get a picture too today. And uh, and Heart of a Warrior, great book. We go in even more into this kind of redemption mm-hmm. and, and what it looks like. And then just check out you know Zoe.org, which yeah. means stands for life. Yeah, life to the full. And. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so. Zoe, Z-O, it's spelled Z-O-W-E-H, Zoe.org. And, uh, yeah, you can go right to the right to the store, to the outpost, and yeah. or, or do a search, type in map, you know, and it'll take yeah. you right there for a, a downloadable yeah. version of the map. Yeah, so, cool. So, good. Thank you so much. Yeah, good to be with you, Troy. Thanks for the time and opportunity. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. I hope you were encouraged. If you would like more information about The Kindling Fire, just go to thekindlingfire.com. You know, the podcast is only one-fourth of all the cool stuff we've got going on. Uh, We have a seven-day devotional called Become a Sign and a Wonder. It's a video devotional that I send directly to your phone through Facebook Messenger. Uh, You can find out information about that at thekindlingfire.com slash wonder. Uh, Also, guests that come on the show are blogging every single week that I get to deliver directly to your inbox or through Facebook Messenger. Go to the website. You can find more information there and the blog. And the last thing we have is for entrepreneurs or anybody else that is starting something. Uh, it's called the 30-Day Firestarter Challenge. Uh, there you can, you'll get 30-second videos for 30 days of inspirational quotes and scriptures that will really help get your fire started as you are trying to create and start something um, in your life. Thank you so much and be awesome.